Hi, Royal Ones. Jasmine here, welcoming you to Soul Filling with Inspire Fire, where you can get your life and the conversation is lit. We talk wellness, relationships, happiness, and even share our personal stories. Like, comment, and share if we say anything that resonates with you. Hey, guys, welcome to Soul Filling. It's Tiffany, Jasmine, aka Kobe. And Jasmine, a.k.a. Jazz. And today we are talking about rejection. Rejection. Yes. To, so to reject someone means to refuse to grant that person recognition or acceptance. To discard that individual as worthless. Mm. It means to turn away by not accepting, receiving, or considering. Ouch. Mm. Been there. Yes. Yikes. And about nobody... Yes. <laughs> nobody wants to experience that. That just... Oh, that's just an icky feeling. And there's even studies that show the same area of our brain becomes activated when we experience rejection just as we experience physical pain. So in other words, when we're experiencing these rejection moments of our life, it feels just equally as bad to us internally as if we were to stub our toe or to get cut by a knife. <laughs> I feel that because I be feeling like oh after I get rejected gosh. in any kind of way, I feel like I've literally been punched in the chest. And I'm just like, yeah. right. why can't I breathe right now? Why is my throat all clogged up? So <laughs> Exactly. So what we're going to discuss today is how to overcome that rejection or how to deal with rejection properly because... A lot of times we get really swamped and like stay in that rejected state. But we ain't about that life. We're not about that life. So y'all want to like go through and give examples of how we all each experience rejection and then solutions? Sounds good. All right. Who's going to go for it first? Well, I guess I'll go for it. (laughs) (laughs) Tiffany. Well. How do you experience rejection, Tiffany? I've been rejected in so many ways. I mean, if it's coming to jobs, come to men, sometimes comes from family on a very minuscule way, way. But recently, let's just talk about being rejected by a man. <laughs> We've been there. We've all been, we all been, been there. there. I've been rejected by men a lot of times, though. So I can't say the same. No, I'm <laughs> someone else to hang out because mm-hmm. I'm like okay I'm gonna just do what I want you know I'm not gonna let fear stop me from asking someone else to hang out with me yeah. basically mm-hmm. the person said yes but in hindsight well in reality he stood me up and I'm just like okay so I'm never see doing that again like I'm not okay so I was like okay I got it I'm to not pursue anyone and if someone really wants me that they're gonna make the effort like so many other guys have exactly mm-hmm. so many but it's like when you really like someone and it seems like everything you're really compatible with them and it seems like in your mind you think everything's gonna be good and then you get rejected in that sort of way you're just like left to dry especially like 
when they kind of lead you on. You said that's all nice guys. I'm just like, mm-hmm. right. I just don't even do it. <laughs> I just let them pursue me. I know. Why I talk to y'all before I did that? <laughs> <laughs> now you should have texted me. Right. I, I already knew what y'all was going to say, and I just wanted to be on the love, trying to be true. <laughs> now you be feeling confident. It's the time you're like, I'm just not going to approach this person. Right. Why are you doing that no more? Nah, no, never. But anyways, that's my small, minuscule way, minuscule way of me feeling rejected. But uh, that shit so, hurt. So I have a question. <laughs> so, how, so it hurt you. So I was just about to say, how did it make you feel? It hurt. It felt like, like I was saying earlier, it felt like somebody just busted me in my... You know what? It really threw me off because I'm like, I just messed up my weekend. Because I'm over here thinking about you. And why are you not texting me back? Mm-hmm. And we had already made plans, you know? Mm-hmm. So like, I'm me, I go out my way to make sure that our time together is our priority. Ooh. While I'm putting everything else on the back burner, when I could have been doing, I could have had a full day instead of worrying about you and trying to make time for you. So that it hurt that, and it's like, okay, you could have just told me, like I'm gonna be busy, so I could make sure. Okay, well, let me spend time with my family. Let me work on my my job. And so, I mean, it always hurts when you like someone and you realize they just really don't feel the same way about you through their actions. And so, so. Yeah, that hurt. <laughs> my question. So, although you knew that it hurt, how did you? What did you do next? Like, did you just sit there, cry about it, mope about it, call his phone twenty times? Like, yeah. what? Of course not. Of course not. I'm just. <laughs> but like, so what? What did you do to deal with that rejection? Because that was definitely reject. I was really, I, I, you know, I, do, you all know what I do. I go to, I went to the gym, but I thought there was a class. And there, it was canceled. And I was like, why is nobody here? I'm trying to twerk this out. Um, <laughs> so you were going to go to like a Zumba or yeah. a dance class? Okay. Yeah, I was going to go to a Zumba dance class. Oh, so that was close. And I didn't really feel like being in the gym. I needed to be like really moving. So I went um, to the park. I threw on my headphones. And I went running. And like I kept running. Like It wasn't my usual mile that I do my um, exercise. I just kept running and running and running and running and running and running and running. And, like, with each step and each lap, like, I felt better and better and better. And that coinciding with the music I was listening to, Chance the Rapper, my baby daddy. Um, <laughs> so you don't even need him because you got a whole baby daddy. <laughs> no, he, <laughs> you know Chance the Rapper cheating on you, too, but I ain't going to talk about that, girl. <laughs> no, no, I don't want Chance the I want him to be happy. I really respect, I respect <laughs> your household chance. And his fian- soon-to-be fiancé and his daughter. Long story short, basically I ran because that releases endorphins or whatever to make you feel happy and that it didn't make me feel super happy it just made me even out like mm-hmm. not feel like bad anymore and then mm-hmm. i put on chance the rapper and you know his music is kind of like kind of gospel kind of like not gospel mm-hmm. it's like who i am and then i also put on gospel music and i was praying and i'm like asking god to just like you know if someone's for me let them be in my life and if they're not just please take them out of my life just take them out and um so i really need that alone time with myself and i just really need to do the things that make me feel better and i was really just like okay i had to start talking to myself like okay you good you're worth it like i just think about all the good things about myself call me right now <laughs> <laughs> the fact that he doesn't have a name in your phone <laughs> Speaking of, speaking of, but no, that's crazy. I kind of answered though. You answered in the podcast. Should I see what he said? Yeah, come on. Sure. Hello. Just a minute. 
Hey. Sometimes when a guy rejects you, it hurts your pride. Well, at least for me, it hurt my pride. Like, I was dating this guy for six months, you know, going strong six months in the Mm -hmm. game. You know, I kind of befriended this person, kind of shared my secrets, Mm. you know, told this person a lot of things. You know, we kind of just had this connection. Yeah, Yeah. I was like, okay, yeah, I like him. You like me. You know, Mm -hmm. I met his family. Just everything was going good. And then six months just went ghost. And for some of y'all who don't know what ghost means, he just disappeared off the planet. Uh, I think all Earth. women know what ghost means. Like, <laughs> Stop, you know, returning my calls, my texts. That is weird. You know, just... That happened to me. Just disappeared. And it hurt my pride. Because I was just like, I felt like, you know, I was, I'm a good person. I'm a good girl. Right. I have a lot going for myself. I'm, you know, faithful, loyal, mm-hmm. supportive, you know, fun. And I feel like I had given my all to this person, and they tripping. I would definitely wipe you up in like three point five seconds. (laughs) But that was my pride, you know. My pride had kicked in. I was like, you know what? Okay, was I really supported? Was I really, you know, did I really do everything that I could have in this relationship? And you know, I had to tell. I had to face the truth. I had to look at the person in the mirror, and I didn't. I didn't. Mm -hmm. I really and, like the way you um, spun that around. You a genius. <laughs> like, that was beautiful. You know, I, I just had to say, okay, you know what? I, I can't improve on this. I can't improve on that. I mean, it didn't change the hurt, the pain. Exactly. Wait, so but, you think that's why he went ghost? Or you just thought he was tripping? You know, to this day, I do not know. So, wow. that, and, that, and that's what I think and that's what I heard from most. him to this day. I heard from him, but we just had never talked about that. Mm-mm, mm-mm. He tried to meet up with me for coffee, and I was just like, nah, I'm good. Like, I'm, I'm so over it. I'm exactly happy with who I am, you know. Yeah, like, I'm good. And, I'm good. And since we're all on the topic of like being rejected by men, like, it, I'm, I, I experienced something very similar to that recently as well. And I would like to say that disguise rejection. So mm-hmm. it's like mm-hmm. you're dating someone and quote unquote they're always there for you when it quote, when it matters for big events mm-hmm. so to speak but on a daily on a day-to-day basis mm-hmm. they're always busy they're mm-hmm. all, they never have time for you and it's like even when you're all, I was okay so just recently started dating someone and we were dating they sh- came when it most mattered for my birthday we had an amazing time but it's like now that we're dating we schedule plans and dates and it's like of course they're a very very busy person they own their own company right now so they are always working but i always i feel you really care about somebody you don't make the time you don't you get two hours of sleep like okay we good like i gotta talk to this person before i go right like i gotta get no no granted i do talk to them at night okay maybe y'all know i'm just a little (laughs) crazy too at the same time y'all know so y'all know women y'all know a guy can give you the moon and the stars and you like i want the galaxy to play with all the Honestly, you know, you know when a guy, yeah. they, you know, we all have those guys who mm-hmm. would do anything True. for us. Yeah. Exactly. They, you know that they want to be with you when you know, like, 
your thirst and they thirst is both thirsty. Mutual. Yeah, yeah. right. Mutual like, thirst stations. <laughs> mutual thirst, then it's like that's I think that's when that's when husband's there. Mm-hmm. You know? Exactly. So it's like he granted he's like I'm always busy and whenever you call I am there but it's like when it when we schedule actually make arrangements to uh-huh. like meet have a date it's like I'm always busy or the meeting went late and it's like that rejection that I feel mm-hmm. so at first to channel it I was like I used to just get really furious like but then I was just like I'm just gonna have to pull a you on you like mm-hmm. so it's, and, it's, and yes. I, I countered it <laughs> like okay with my perception instead of getting angry now yeah I'm just going to withdraw from the situation and I'll step back just as much as you. So the effort that you put out there, I'll put it out there the same mutually. So if it's not mutual, then I'm not going above and beyond and clean. Like you were saying earlier, I could have, I could have had a, I'm a busy woman, just like you're a busy man. Mm -hmm. So I could have had, I went to two meetings. We could have scheduled a meeting. I could have shot some stuff, wrote up Mm -hmm. some content, but I cleared my day, Mm -hmm. my time, my valuable time for you. And you rejected me. Mm -hmm. And then now a whole day has gone down the track. Yeah. And now you mad because you like, shit, I could have done this. this, Yes. It's the principle. Mm -hmm. I don't care that we didn't hang out, but let me know, have some decency. And then right. I could have be respectful. Yes, be respectful, and I could have accomplished X X Y. So, did you feel rejected or or not or not? Nah? At first, I did, but I think it was based off of my perception. Mm-hmm. What? Because in the beginning, when it happened, I was just like, "Oh my gosh, why would you stand? <laughs> I am me." Like Beyonce say, "Who do do you All think right, I am? I'm not your average. <laughs> average. You need to." So I felt my pride. So I was mm-hmm. letting the ego take over how I felt, how I felt, and then I just had to step back and assess the situation because there's been times that they've asked me, like Kobe was saying earlier, mm-hmm. that um, was I giving it my all? Was I doing? And which I thought I was, but then when I really look back and assess the entire situation, I wasn't putting out my all because my main focus right now is what I'm building, mm-hmm. and so. Then now, as it happens more frequent, I mean, as as it happens more recently, the more recent situations and scenarios that happen, I I don't feel rejected. Like I just feel like, okay, you don't hang up, that's fine. I'm gonna now I know, and I don't even. It's almost sad because I don't put my all into it because I'm thinking in the back of my mind. That's what I was about to say. I may like, get rejected. But that's the scary thing. It's like okay, y'all both were saying like. I don't know if I gave my all or not. Mm-hmm. I, I asked myself the same thing, like, you know, I want to give this person my all, like, but it's so hard to give someone your all when they're not giving you their all. Exactly. So it's just like you hold yourself back, like. So I don't know if it's good to still give your all when they're not, or to just do the same, like. And I think it goes off know? what you were saying. You'll know when the thirst is mutual. Mm-hmm. So right. that's. Mm-hmm. I just feel like maybe this isn't the, the person or right the right thirst. Yeah. So and that's okay. It's just like yeah. if if you were to be rejected from a job, it's okay. You're not or that position that you want. It doesn't make you any less of a person. Just because mm-hmm. it just means that situation or that person is just not the right one for you. Mm-hmm. I, like I believe that. Did y'all have any other scenarios that maybe that if you really dig deep and think like how have you gone over, gotten over that rejection? I guess one for me was the transition to I guess adult life mm-hmm. and just the countless of rejections that you will experience so um, even 
okay, moving out from mm-hmm. high school, the transition to college. And I've always been a, a basketball player. And throughout my entire career of playing basketball, I was always either a lead scorer, a team captain, some kind of accolade, all-star team, something that was just on the higher end of basketball association. And so when I went to college, I had to adapt tremendously because it was a whole nother ball game. Mm-hmm. You wasn't just the great one. It was like a team full of the great ones from right. all over the country, all over the world, actually. We had a couple of people from Dominican Republic, Nigeria, that was on our team. So it was just like the entire world. And so it's like, I remember my freshman year, true story, I'm not making this up. It was this one girl, we played the same exact position. Mm-hmm. Um, my average was way better than her. My scoring average, hopefully she ain't listening to this podcast, if so I don't care. <laughs> I'm saying, I be like, I need to care what but, I'm saying. Um, so, dang, and the coach might listen to this podcast. <laughs> oh, well. It's real. The they better be. But anyways, it just, it, it just <laughs> threw me because... <laughs> They, they but this is how you feel. So but this is no, this is really how. Yeah. No, I know. I'm about to let y'all know the naked truth. Okay. So we naked. I was just like, <laughs> I felt that I should have at the time been given more credit than what I was given, and then a uh, weirdest thing. This was at a time when um natural wasn't really in it was like the very beginning part of being natural when mm-hmm. I, and this kind of has everybody's like being natural what does that have to do with basketball right y'all so everything exactly so <laughs> I had um actually transitioning into college I had been wanting to go natural shave my head for the longest now I didn't do the like fade shave but I just did the big chop where I had a little baby fro yeah. it was still bleak or whatever baby fro and um rejections from that alone was just my family rejected that heavily but going into school playing on the basketball team mm-hmm. my, my coach stated that she liked the other players hair so that's what? why she, she played her she's like like literally as no. we be jogging down the court she'd be like look at such and such as ponytail as he's swinging down the court as she's running that's a d1 ponytail Oh my god! Wow, that a, is crazy. A She's a black home. coach at a black university, exactly. and you talking about our the the Rejection. hair coming through our scalp. Just kind of goes to um on the Olympics. How everybody was talking about uh Gabby's, Gabby's hair, Gabby oh Douglas hair, like our like, own she's a people superhuman reject. And how they talk about Ivy Blue's hair, just the rejection her, that her facial features. African American women have to face mm. just because of who we are our naturally feet our natural features it's like this hair grew out of my head why is anything wrong with it i mean we're not targeting or rejecting any other cultures because of something that god has blessed them to grow out of their mm-hmm. body wow. the way it naturally does and so That's i crazy. went into a slight depression and um i i remember i didn't get hardly any playing time my freshman year and then and it, I think it was just one thing led to another. So although I was um I wasn't feeling confident and secure, so it weighed on my self esteem. So I wasn't giving it my all in practice, and so I wasn't performing or mm-hmm. no longer playing basketball to the best of my ability. And I, I went through that for like a couple of years. Like I literally fell out of love for the game of basketball. 
it was a very very dark time of my life but then I realized like and it was almost I don't even want to say too late it was just at the end of my college career my season my actually my time of being in college like when I was my academic career is about to be over and I finally came to like a realization because mm-hmm. rejection was happening outside of just the court and then I just had to think it's, it's all about perception like what you may perceive to be beauty is completely contrary that's why we all have a type mm-hmm. and what his type may be or her type may be may be something completely different that was a way and as I, I wish I would have known that then and I could have channeled that and I would have excelled a lot more further in my life my career than what I did and it's just like you have to have really really thick thick skin you can't have thin skin in the industry of whatever you're trying to achieve or accomplish Mm -hmm. so that's a way I overcame it granted it was after season and it's actually just now really coming into my own right now but it was all about perception and then being aware of my emotions I used to try to suppress my emotions and act like they didn't matter to me mm-hmm. like I didn't care that anybody thought this way or I didn't um, I didn't feel sad I didn't feel insecure I used to just try to suppress that feeling like mm-hmm. that to pretend that it didn't even exist but now knowing that what when you become aware of your emotions and you actually acknowledge if you're feeling sad about being rejected or if you're feeling left out about being rejected if you're feeling just downright angry and ready to blow some stuff up then acknowledge that exist in that emotion for a little bit Mm -hmm. but then you have to go to that crossroad and it's either you're going to make a left turn or you're going to make a right turn are you going to go left and blow stuff up be sad cry weep all day or are you going to go right and go the correct way and how to actually address and overcome and deal with the rejection that you have faced and let it know that you can't be let yeah. yourself know you can't be defined by that that's crazy that you know what that actually brings me to something like different because i'm thinking about like depression because mm-hmm. you said that you almost went into a depression or did you go into i think depression? i did i did and i think rejection uh, that is like one of the components of being depressed and you're saying you were saying like you have two roads to go you could either keep going into that feeling mm-hmm. that rejected state or you could figure out ways to overcome it, which we're trying to to tell you guys how to do. But it's so important. Like, I wasn't thinking about it, but people who are depressed become suicidal. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And so, if you, it's so, it's so crucial to make sure that you are addressing this rejection because it could t- take you out of this world. Because that, mm-hmm. that definitely, that happened to my, that happened to my mother's friend. It happens to a lot of people. And it's like if you, it's like if you don't, hit, if you don't really acknowledge, acknowledge what you're going through and make a conscious decision mm. to take that left or that the right way, then you could really be killing yourself. Exactly, because I had been coming from a, a background where all I known was the the limelight, the spotlight. Mm-hmm. I never knew known known the feeling of what it was felt what it felt like to be picked last on the team like you know when everybody's picking yeah. somebody and I was the last one to be picked and I'm just like how do I go from like I just didn't oh, even yeah. know how to psychologically register register being at the bottom 
because it, it was something I never experienced before. So I really went to a dark place. And it's just like, I used to try to suppress it like it didn't bother me. But if I would have just acknowledged it, and like you were just saying, went the right way instead of going down the left. But luckily, you turned it around. Because for some people, <laughs> they get too caught up. That's true. And then it ends into disaster. But we're here to tell you guys, even if you're in that hole, you can still climb your way out of there. Because there is light. You just have to change your perspective and acknowledge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's good. I mean, wow. <clears throat> I mean, I was one who did the same. You know, I let my rejection kind of fester and grow, and it kind of showed in different ways as well. You know, it became rebellion and uh, jealousy and unforgiveness. Mm-hmm. But, um, I mean... Like you, Tiff, I've had rejection and dating. Mm-hmm. Um, but my biggest rejection came from uh, my biological father. And um, mm, um, I went, I'm in a family with what people call a mixed family. It's my mother, mm-hmm. uh, my stepfather, and my step-siblings. But that, I mean, to me, they are my mother, my father, and my siblings. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I didn't grow up with my biological father and it wasn't until I was about 19, 20 that I really kind of felt the effects of it. And I was like, okay, you know what? This hurts. Like mm-hmm. this, I do kind of feel some some way about this. And um, ah, it through my relationship with God, that kind of changed how I felt. Mm-hmm. Um I mean, I, I just as I look back, I did kind of feel unwanted and uh, jealousy to eat because I now, I mean, I know that he has other kids, and you know, I felt jealousy towards them, like mm. people I haven't even met, right? Wow. But I just was jealous, well, like they get to have this relationship with him that I never did, right? Um, the, the, do they live with them? Mm-hmm. Where like he, he has, has his own family. Oh, but um. Does he like not reach out to you or something? Is that? I mean, that just that that relationship is not there, and I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Um, him and my mother dated, and then uh, he left and went to Dallas. Where he went to Dallas, or he lives in the um, outskirts of Dallas, and she lived in Houston or moved to Houston, and so they were just two different places, and that relationship never uh, developed. Mm-hmm. So I knew him up until I was five, but then after that, I, you know, I don't, mm-hmm. just it, it never grew. But um, I don't know. I felt like I said unwanted and just really in my relationship as I got older in my relationship with guys. I felt like I had to have that validation, like I had to hear them or mm-hmm. um, hear that. Okay, the you know, I like yeah, yeah, that security because I didn't. You know, exactly. And I mean, like I said, it wasn't until I got older that I was able to realize and kind of understand and see the the true effects of that rejection. Mm-hmm. But um, I mean, I think it just goes back into your identity, who you define your identity in, or what defines your identity. And for me, it is it's God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He, you know, because. Like he has that unconditional love, mm-hmm. so no matter what I do or what is going on, God, I'm loved and accepted by God. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I agree with that. 
strongly because I just I really agree with that <laughs> the rejection from a family member that's that's really intense mm-hmm. because same situation well not same but similar situation I didn't grow with my biological mother and I often recall asking my father a lot of times um okay well to backtrack so when I was two my biological mother I haven't lived with her since actually age one that's when um my my parents separated and my mom she chose the life well not necessarily chose the life but she got addicted to substance so her life pattern strayed her very very far away from me and going to live being the firstborn going to live with my father so men are already not Mm -hmm. emotionally equipped to handle children (laughs) and let alone a female child so it was just like he was doing the best that he could and I would always ask my father like when's my mother coming home I forget the exact words I'm trying to be verbatim but Mm -hmm. I remember but long story short he just used to say that it's it didn't have anything to do with you it was her own her own choice whenever Mm -hmm. she comes back welcome her back and he was always really gracious gracious and when I would always try to have conversations with him he I felt that he would reject me too because mm-hmm. he didn't want to talk about it and then I would want to talk to her mm-hmm. and she was rejecting me literally and then I would just feel really rejected from like everybody because even fathers they're not really emotional mm-hmm. creatures and they don't like you usually go to your mom when you want to have girl talk gossip and mm-hmm. all that mm-hmm. that that type so I was longing for that connection with the person a family member mm-hmm. and so I that's what I would that's when I would always ask so when's my mom coming back because I couldn't have those conversations with him so I was trying to reach out and so I remember I, I was like I want to talk to someone so feeling rejected by him and then being rejected by my mother I would go into these like emotional rants and so that's when I knew that I had to I had to be compassionate with myself and give myself positive self-talks because you can when you're feeling rejected you can often start blaming yourself for situations that have nothing to do with you situations and pains that are stir up that that's really affecting you you your day-to-day and your interaction with people and at school like I just found myself um my grades wasn't up to par just because of the rejection it was just it was just transitioning over in many different areas of my life so um keeping a I'm an optimistic person naturally so thank God that I was optimistic enough and I really think that God saw my optimism I mean my optimistic mindset Mm -hmm. and he blessed me with like an amazing family like I really like to say that I'm the definition of a village It, it takes a village to raise a child because had it not been for my grandmother, my aunts, my uncles, just everybody pitching in and helping me out in those areas where I felt lacked, then who knows, who knows? So I just, like you were saying, you have to find your identity in God. And I really found my identity and I think God manifested himself as the people and the friends, the beautiful people that I needed. Mm -hmm. So definitely agree with that. So, and the the compassionate showing compassion to yourself. Why am I crying? <laughs> That's so great. <laughs> this is amazing. Wow, 
Y'all have anything else? Y'all just want to be spilling over here? I'm like... If not, though, I want us to um, go ahead and go through the solutions again so people could take it down step by step for things that they could take home for themselves. Get your pen, your pad. Get your pen and your pad. We're about to drop some gems on the tools that will help you overcome rejection. rejection. So one, it's all about perception. perception. You can go into any situation and based on your perception will determine the outcome. So now it's going to be a, a battle, uphill battle. Sometimes you may, mm-hmm. it may come a little more easier based on if the rejection is a macro or a micro rejection, but all about that perception. Like now, sometimes I, I like to say I don't even face rejection because I don't even see it as that. I just see it as a learning lesson. Yeah, me too. So, me too. And then you have to be aware of your emotions, the pain that you may feel, the um, happiness, the sadness, the anger, whatever it may be, just be... Because some people actually get happy. They laugh, like laughing at the haters, laughing at the rejection. So, like, you <laughs> might need to turn yourself to... Every time you get rejected, you laugh like, at it to bounce on into it. I have a question, though. Like, when you say, like, tap into your emotions, mm-hmm. how do you stop yourself from getting too deep? Like, okay, you got to identify these emotions, mm-hmm. and then what? So, once you identify the emotion, so, like, say if it's a sad emotion, you, so cry. Let yourself cry. If you need, I always like to give myself time. So, if I don't want to go through this mope, I'll give myself a full 24 hours to be sad as I want, be mad as I want, and then the next, when I wake up, I can't be feeling that same. Like, I literally have to, even if you still physically, I mean, emotionally feel it inside of you, mm-hmm. you have to do everything to counter that. So, mm-hmm. even like you were saying, you go on runs. Mm-hmm. You um, you can use uh, affirmations, mm-hmm. prayer, whatever it, whatever it is, don't ad- address, keep addressing it anymore. Like, let yourself be aware of it, know that it exists, and then once you give your, maybe some people need, an hour to be mad some people may need longer than that based on what the situation is mm-hmm. then after that no more allowing yourself to feel that feeling well not accepting yourself i mean allowing yourself to accept that feeling that emotion right. so when you accept it in the beginning and then after you accept it after your time it may vary for everybody mm-hmm. like but you there's no way you should be going on for like <laughs> two months still right. mad because that's true, that's true. your boss promoted <laughs> Susie and didn't promote you like you might need to in two months you could have found a whole nother job right so. you could start your own business exactly but what you like you kind of made me think of another point of how to kind of get over rejection or deal with rejection because when you're saying like don't, you can't stay in that slump and you're doing the things to you know running and exercising and all that but another thing that I was thinking about is just being thankful for what you do have so like you were saying you didn't have your mother there but you were thankful for your aunts and your mm-hmm. and your your uncles and your friends mm-hmm. so it's like once you start counting your blessings you can't really mm-hmm. be mad no more it's That's like true. wait look I have all this I live in a house you have your own apartment okay so that's not really rejection like sorry like dang like you have to just count your blessings and be like that will automatically make you feel better you can't be like thankful like ooh, look at the sun around me look at my beautiful friends look at my mom my dad Mm -hmm. you know look i'm healthy i don't feel bad and then be mad exactly so start acknowledging and putting all your attention on the things you should be thankful for 
Yes. And I would like to add that so rejection or rejecting someone is the action, but the state of being rejected is that's a choice. You have to mm. you decide if you want to feel rejected or not. Right. Exactly. That's so true. That's so true. You don't even have to be rejected. It's a state. Yeah. It's a state. Rejection right. is a state of being. It's a wow. I love that. That is so. Oh my god. I think you so need amazing. to say that one more time. I don't think that hurts. <laughs> I don't think, I can say it one more time. One more time. Rejection, Rejection <laughs> is a state of being. Mm. So you trying to tell me mm-hmm. that when I got that letter that says you are just not fit for the job, I wasn't rejected. Like that email. Yeah, I get them mm-hmm. emails too. I get all the emails. <laughs> Like, thank you, thank you for submitting your application. But at this time, we haven't decided to go with another candidate who fit the fit the position. What do you mean fit? Fit the skills or the qualifications of the fit your qualifications, right? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So you, yes, they rejected you, Mm -hmm. but you don't have to feel rejected. Rejected. I can't. I don't have to be rejected. Right. Boom. Exactly. And when you when you are rejected, that's when you experience all these emotions, Emotion. all these doubts. Mm-hmm. Also, it's up to you to even be rejected. I don't even feel like I've ever been rejected in my life now. <laughs> like, what is reject? Like, what nobody ever rejected me today. Like, what is a? <laughs> that's so cool. But you know what? Like, wow. You know what? Like. I don't know if this for like if it's for you or not. I'm just thinking like if I was in your shoes when mm-hmm. I'm thinking about your dad. Like um, sometimes re- when you are rejected, you know, sometimes it's for the best. Like I don't know because you're. I know your father is such like an amazing dad mm-hmm. and your siblings and, and like when I see your parents together like talking on the phone like in the car and they got to see each other it's like Aww. wow they really love each other you Goals. can see that love and it's like maybe sometimes it's you meant to be it's that meant way. to be that way yeah. exactly like can you imagine yourself without mm-hmm. your, your like, dad is the way that it's right. supposed to be exactly mm-hmm. i agree i totally agree so sometimes rejection is what's best for you yeah you need it's it the way god's saying i think about that often yeah. i think about because had like spinning the whole scenario I thought about that in my life and I was thinking about this weird the other day I was thinking what if I had been raised by my mother and then I picked up all those negative habits who knows where I would be right now so I'm thinking like thank god that the situation panned out the way played out the way it did because who knows what life would be I think about that all the time too not on that larger scale but like I was trying to stay in D.C. so bad I was applying for jobs like I I knew I had like jobs that I was overqualified for, and I couldn't get a job to stay there for the life of me. But had I been in DC, we probably wouldn't be here right now. Exactly. We probably wouldn't yeah. be having Inspire Fire, which oh is God. our. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's our purpose. Yeah. So it's like it's not even rejection. It's like I think it's like those are like roadblocks right. to get you. You ain't supposed to be there. Detours. Yes. God yes. is detouring. Yes. Yes. It was like, why are you yes. trying to your way over there? That's not, your, <laughs> that's not your path. That's right, not right. We got something better. Mm, so, if you ever feeling rejected, just know mm-hmm. that the, that's a part mm-hmm. of something better mm-hmm. or something that's the to push universe you. or yeah, yeah. To push you. Mm-hmm. Work mm-hmm. you, make you go harder for yourself. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. So damn. <laughs> so that's the, 
<laughs> so uh, y'all just got a part two. <laughs> so let's go back to run through real quick. So perception is all about the perception. How you're um be aware of your emotions. Show compassion to yourself. Don't talk yourself out. Telling yourself you you're too you're you were silly to think that you could ever accomplish or achieve something like that. Um, know your self worth. Know your self worth. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Be proud of who you are. Like right. Because if you're proud of who you are, do you think Kanye would get mad if somebody? Rejected his song, yeah. he would just go put it on title and be like, Get you out of here. He would, yeah, he ran. You're right. He would go on his little rants and then he's he gonna tell you gonna why do. you was wrong. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like, maybe that's what I should do with all the guys. That's like, look, I'm a millionaire now and I own my own business and I'm a boss bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, queen. A- <laughs> <laughs> like, this is what you missed out on. On my Kanye rant, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Y'all, let's bleep that out. I don't cuss this much. I don't <laughs> And ultimately, you got to learn from rejection. Yes. yes. That was awesome. All right, guys. So that was it. Please leave a comment below and let us know how you like our podcast. If you have any questions, please tell us how you overcome your rejection. We want to hear all about it and be sure to follow us on all our social media at inspire fire daily on instagram (laughs) all right thank you all so much for tuning in peace and love royal ones oh yeah we gotta end up with an affirmation oh yeah we gotta end up with an affirmation for sure three affirmations three affirmations you go first Alrighty, um, since our podcast was about object, I mean rejection or whatever, mm-hmm. you know what? I'm proud of who I am. Ooh, I am proud of, of who, who I, I am. am. I am loved and accepted. Ooh, yes you are, cause I love the heck out of you. I am more powerful than I can even fathom. <laughs> <laughs>